Sorry. Oh, you already. <laughs> Here we go. I did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Because you're a... Uh, microphone testing. <laughs> microphone test. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. Welcome back. Welcome back. Because you know what? Yes, we're, we're black. black. <laughs> <laughs> this is my beautiful and lovely co-host, Nicole, a.k.a. That Bitch, a.k.a. <laughs> Say something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come up with a different one every time. Well, this is my amazing, beautiful, phenomenally smart co-host. Ooh, look at that. Miss Nikki, as well, here today, repping our purple. Yes, we are. We got the purple vibes. We didn't even plan it. Mm-mm. That's how connected we mm-hmm. are. We're there. <laughs> you feel me? But I hope you guys are excited. We welcome you back to our podcast. We are... Thanks for joining this us. Thing. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's what I was trying to find. Jesus. I'm we so excited. You listening. Mm-hmm, definitely. Hell yeah. We have so many things to talk about this week. I feel yes, like. I think we just need to get on into it. Yes. So, so health check. Health check. Well, update. I'm feeling much better about life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. My Lord. job came through, and I still have a job. Thank you, Jesus. I do. Where, have to- where's the where's the uh, the uh, yeah? Oh. Oh, it's not working. It down, but yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super, super excited about that. Um, made me realize how much I really do truly love my job. Mm. So I am feeling great, way less stressed. I think I slept like 12 hours straight after getting the news. <laughs> I was exhausted yeah, from stress. Yes. Right. But other than that, things have been great this week. Um, had therapy this morning. I've been working my butt off end of month. Um, that's it for me. How are you doing, friend? Um, my, my, you know, I'm doing all right. I can't really say like any spec, anything spectacular uh, happened as far as like what's going on with my week. I definitely got my work in. Uh, Mr. Ed was a little under the weather the other day, so Poor he guy. was not um, my little regular buddy. But other than that, uh, it's been pretty much of an easy breezy kind of week. Rocky still being Rocky. <laughs> we all to the good. I don't even know if I've talked about Keebler on here. I think you briefly said that Maybe. you have a cat. But. Yeah, I have a cat. She's my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually have a camera to watch her when I'm not at home. Definitely has that. She's obsessed, <laughs> but that's okay. Really, I just want to know what she's doing because she's such a little sneaky motherfucker. <laughs> She'll be gone and you won't even know that she's gone. Right, until mm. I open up the patio door and she runs outside. And then your ass don't even know she's out there. Mm, 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 mm. Terrible. Terrible. Well, what did you think about the BET Awards? So I, I guess it, it was a little confusing to me, but everyone said, I think the the biggest consensus, everyone kind of liked it. I I didn't watch it all the way through. I was just, I'm pretty much the one that just watches the after stuff. So it was like the the performances I liked. Um, I really liked the um, the one with Busta Rhymes and how he bought up Coyle Ray because she has that song that's mm-hmm. Busta Rhymes. And then... Um, the get the fuck back New York lady, uh, Scarlet. Yes, and uh, she he had uh, them on there, and then he cried and stuff. So it was it was really he got the lifetime achievement award. So that's why Busta was there. So it was nice seeing that. Yeah, for sure. I was happy to see Coco Jones get that best new artist. Oh, I know. I feel like I've had her song in my head ever that. since. That I see you go hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Congratulations to her. Yes, for sure. Uh, how did you feel about the fact that like there were ties? See, I didn't even know that until you brought that up to my attention. I guess I didn't understand what was going on. I think it's weird. It's, I don't know. It's it, giving uh, team spirit. It's giving It's giving what they try effort. to do for LSU <laughs> and and yeah. the other girls that win. Like, y'all both can come to, right. you know what I'm saying? It's right. like Constellation Prize type. Right. It's like, nah. I mean, if we're going to have awards, it is what it is. It ain't no shade because you didn't win. I mean, right. to be nominated is also still an That's honor. That's an honor, yeah, And then you sure. can put that on your resume. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, what Grammy is it? Grammy nominated, you know. Yeah. So. BET award nominated. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, is it hold the same way? I don't know. Mm, I don't know either. <laughs> but, I mean, it's still, it is an honor to be up on, in front of the on world. That on that platform. Yeah, yeah for sure. So um, I was kind of happy, too, that Lotto got Best Female Hip Hop Artist. Lotto's been doing that work since she, she was Mulatto. She on has. The, on, what was it, the, the rap game? The rap game, mm-hmm. and she was, like, what, 14? Yeah, she was really young. Mm-hmm. She was she was the oldest on mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And won it. And no, won it. Yeah. It still took some years for her to gain popularity. Well, she had to get that body. Yeah, that body. And she definitely got a body. She had to grow up, I guess, to sing the kind of music she wanted to really sing. Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah. she was, you could already hear she was ready to grow yeah. up. Yeah. And they had to be like. Wasn't that her uncle she, that was like her manager or something? I thought it was her dad. Was it? Was oh, it? I thought it was her uncle for some Maybe reason. Maybe it was her uncle. It might have been know. her dad. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Now I want to know. The rap game was a while ago. A long, because she was on the first season, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really um what else did I like on the BET Awards? Oh, Lord, I know y'all um child, we need to pray for Patty Child. Mm. We need to pray. <laughs> I just don't understand why y- you wouldn't try to like maybe go over the song, attempt to learn, you know what I'm saying? Practice. I mean, practice a little <laughs> taste. I mean, I know you, you know, LaBelle and you can do your thing, Patty, but dang. On a, uh, you know, Tina died, you know, and I and I get, you know, I guess supposedly their history isn't too good, um, according to uh, Patty. She said after one time she put, was uh, she had a performance and she was getting off stage and she got off stage in, in the back and uh, Tina was there and she went to go hug her and Tina said, oh no 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 darling, you're moist, <laughs> and you know Patty felt away and she said she never spoke to her ever again. So I don't know. Joe Joe Budden said if y'all ever do me wrong like Tina, and bring my op to sing for some kind of, what you call it? <laughs> that is crazy. And I was like, dang, that is true. Like, But I don't think they were like ops like that, but it could be looked at that way. Like she didn't really care because she didn't care about Tina. Right. It could be looked at that way for sure. I hope that's not the case. I hope it's just a little dementia. <laughs> <laughs> well, she couldn't see the, um, she couldn't the see the, yeah, the prompter. And then... If you just don't know the song, you just don't know the song, and you should have, I don't know, did a little better with trying to just, you know, it's a it's a performance for Tina passed away, like it's dang. a tribute, yeah, like it's a tribute. Do your thing, sis. It's like, come on now, let's let's, you know, I get I get I get you are maybe that was her get back. Maybe After all these that's terrible. Uh, that, is, that's a lot of petty. I hope not. I hope not, Patty. I hope you ain't being a patty little patty pie. <laughs> right? Petty patty. Petty patty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. Mm, 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 well, Kendrick got best male artist, okay. well deserved as well. Oh, I feel yeah. like anytime he's nominated for an award, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he even have anything new? I'm not that I can remember, but I'm guessing I just missed it. Maybe I did miss it too. Hmm. But sometimes I feel like they're years behind. Yeah, and then well, it's more so now because we're out of the pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Well, best R and B pop was um, Usher and Chris Brown together. So apparently, it was a tie again. Kind of like album of the year for Renaissance and SOS from SZA and Beyonce. We had to find out what's going on. Yeah, because when I looked it up. I wasn't seeing nothing. See if you could see anything right now was just sitting down and doing it because that's just, I just don't understand. I've never seen a, a tie. I think it's really, really, hmm. It's definitely giving Constellation Prize and A for mm-hmm. effort and, you know, if you participated, you get something. <laughs> right. That's exactly what it's giving, it's participation award. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's I don't not see anything. Saying, nobody's so like, I guess nobody's what making the fuck? A, it's just us. <laughs> well, I guess maybe if you're the artist, you're not complaining too much. I guess. Yeah, you know. Mm. Well, nevertheless, congratulations. Yes, um, congratulations. Everybody is definitely um, contributing, and maybe maybe this is a new way to do it. But it just doesn't sit right with me for Beyonce's album and SZA's album to get the same kudos. I just like love you, SZA, but you're not Beyonce. Yeah, like Renaissance is like I don't even like Beyonce. You know I don't like Beyonce. Yeah, you turn on that shit and I'm like, why? But at the same time, I recognize and respect the artist that she is. I I just think that uh, Beyonce has um, a lot of money into her production. Yeah, and a lot of that, and I think because she's so serious about it that it it can I would think that the better would be Beyonce because of what she's putting into it mm-hmm. not saying that SZA's not but I think you can Beyonce's see, a machine you can see the difference in the production but as far as the music and the impact I mean it depends on who you're talking to you know what I mean uh me personally you know I'm a Beyonce fan I can't so. even name one song off of SZA's album can you 
No, but I can probably hum. Like, I yeah. know of songs I'm on sure that it. I know songs on it, but, like, mm-hmm. Beyonce, I could, like, name, like, five songs on her mm-hmm. album. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And, I mean, I'm glad she got an award because I do love SZA. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I just found it interesting that they tied of all people. <laughs> mm. What do you think about Summer Walker and um, what's his name dating? Um, uh, what about that whole chain situation? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Some girl was wearing his chain. And what? she like went and like went to the girl and was like, "What the fuck? Why do you have on his chain?" And she was like, made some excuse about security, gave it to her. But like Summer like literally went after her instead of just going to her man and being like, "Why does she have your fucking chain on?" Right. Yeah. Damn. Find some more information about it. And then you know, then there was that drama with um, what you call it? She threw her phone. Who was that? Uh, JT. Yeah. JT threw her phone uh, at Uzi. Because oh, wow. Uzi, Uzi was like low key trying to, I guess he was paying attention to Ice Spice, and you know he done called her out in the, in his one of his songs or something like mm. that, and she threw his phone at him like twice. Oh, she's dating Lil Meech from yeah, Lil Meech, yeah, um, BMF, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, she went off on some girl for wearing a chain instead of asking him what the fuck's going on. I mean, they've only been talking for a second, so girl, you know like, these boys sit, do anything. Right, and they sit got your ass so down. Much like reach. you are. First of all, you are famous. You are beautiful. Like you don't need to be chasing down no nigga, and definitely not no bitch wearing your nigga's chain. And what I, from what I heard, Meech is a little stank booty, mm. a little musty booty boy. Mm. But I mean, you know, hopefully he's not because if you got a lot of money like that, there's no reason. You there's no excuse. Yeah, none. Unless you're just on purposely just being a dirty butt. Facts. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> Which I hope he's not. I hope not either. <laughs> I hope not either. But they used to say that about um uh what's her name? Um Meg the Stallion that she was musty and the yeah. pussy stank. Mm. What the hell? I think Wiz, I think Wiz Khalifa said it was stank. He said Damn. that he was like next to her and she was like twerking and he was like Ooh, yikes. But that was like in the beginning of, you know, her. Well hopefully she got that B V handled. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's what it sounds that is like. Terrible. <laughs> Crazy. Terrible. Thank well, God I've never experienced that. Jesus. I think it's easier with straight sex to get it than it is with. So you get BV only through sex? Not only. You can get it other ways too, but a lot of times it's carried by a man mm. and they don't have any symptoms. Mm. Mm-hmm. So like they fuck a bitch with BV and then they come and fuck you. No condom. Damn. Now you got BV. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, but a lot of times it just happens like after your period and stuff too without mm. sex. So it's not just sex. Right. Okay. Thank you, uh, Dr. <laughs> Nicole, for that uh, pussy update. Uh, uh. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Anytime you have <laughs> pussy questions, come to Dr. Nicole. Oh, my goodness. That sounds <laughs> so many different kind of ways, but okay. I'm the pussy doctor. That's what it sounds like. Yes, it definitely sounds like that. Like you're still trying to be gay so bad. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Um, for anybody who doesn't know me, I am an honorary lesbian. She is. <laughs> all of my friends are gay. And I'm honorary straight. Yes. Because all of my friends are straight. So definitely the, uh, the opposite of each other. Mm-hmm. But I want to be gay so bad. I just, men. I just like the physical form of a man. Do I like men in general? No. No. Do I prefer women's personalities? Yeah. And Women, I mean, are just great overall. Just good Good people. Right. They're, I mean, there's some ratchet ass hoes out there. There you know, are. But you just know. women tend to just be more intuitive and like. Mm-hmm. And like we could get in sync easier. Easy. Yeah. Easier, Friendship romantically, yeah. like just in any yeah. aspect, it's just easier to kind of fall into that. Yeah, for sure. And and, and I feel like men are like, uh, are, feel that way about women too. They can yeah. just fall. They, men's, a lot of men's best friends are women. Yeah. You know what I mean? They rather yeah. hang out with women and stuff like that. Yeah. Just because, you know, a woman's going to hold it down no right. matter what. Mm-hmm. Or that one glimmer of hope that he can fuck her. That's either right, or. that too. <laughs> from what I hear, niggas will be your friend until the end. Until the end of time, just for that hope just that they that can one fuck you one day. time. One time. One time. Mm. That is funny. They be and looking then, at me, I'll be like, mm, you're going to be dead by the time you find sure, out. For sure, for sure. And then the worst part is if you give someone a chance that's been lingering around, they always fuck it up somehow. Like they become right. cocky or 
they like, oh. do something that just really gives you the ick. Like, right. It's like, I don't even know why I did that. I just right, wasted it. I right. just put a stupid notch on my belt. Exactly. Exactly. Craziness. Craziness. So um, one thing I wanted to talk about, I know, I don't know if we mentioned, last podcast was a shame. <laughs> I don't know what the hell we was thinking. We were just, uh, we was everywhere but here. Yes, we were. There was a lot going on that day. There was. And we were still trying to squeeze in this pod, but because <laughs> we're committed, we're committed. <laughs> but um, I did want to speak about, uh, uh, you know, DC Young Fly, you know, uh, condolences to him and stuff. And I just wanted to, highlight the fact of how courageous he is by, you know, weeks after losing, you know, the love of his life. Uh, now he's having to still go on tour for the 85 South. And you know that he's on, uh, on Netflix. Now they have their, I heard their that special. special was terrible. It is not. I haven't good. watched it. I watched it. It's <laughs> like, it's pretty much their show. Yeah. And I, it, that's not good. Yeah, I I, I want to say congratulations for getting on to Netflix yeah. and you know having that look because it's always yeah. a good look and it just it just you can tell it wasn't if you were gonna do a Netflix you can't really do what you've been doing this whole time with eighty five right style. like let us see something different right and give I, they, us depth yeah and they were trying to um, they were trying to do it. I don't know. It just it just seemed. I'm just I'm just glad that he is pushing forward and he because I don't <laughs> want to talk shit about it. You know what I mean? But it's just ter- it, it was it wasn't terrible. There was times I laughed. OK, there was times I laughed. There I might was check it out just for shits and giggles. But it just seemed like I seen it before. OK. And it then, wasn't original. It just was like the, all the other ones. We've seen clips on the Internet okay. about. The only thing that they were like in Atlanta in this place, I guess, where everybody performs. Mm. But like, like they were even like joking about it. It looked like a church, like a like a mega church. Mm. Like, excuse me, how the stage looked. Interesting. I, I was, but anyway, regardless, he's still, you know, he he is showing uh showing tremendous uh strength. He. Is still fighting through. He is definitely a, a God fearing man, and he way uh, leans on his faith to get through. And it's just nice seeing a black man so positive mm-hmm. after losing, you know, the mother of his children. And mm-hmm. such a, you know, you just don't think twice about it. You're like, oh, you're gonna get a little something done, a little tick, nick, tuck, whatever, you mm-hmm. know. When you're a celebrity, it it's seems not, like nothing, right, yeah. But, and then for that to happen, it just is a tragedy mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. sure. And those poor children, you know, it's yeah. just like, mm. but they got a good daddy. They do, and and, and I think that he's gonna, um, he gonna he he got those babies, mm-hmm. and and I'm sure and he has help. I'm a sure support a system, right? Right, exactly. All that jazz. But yeah, I just wanted to just say, you know, I'm sure everybody is saying this too, DC. But DC, yo, keep your head up, and you doing you doing what you're supposed to be doing, and and you doing what's for you, and and definitely my thoughts and prayers go out to you and yours. So 100%, 100%, still thinking of that family every day. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, so also, uh, Monica got a new little little joint out. It's called Letters. Uh, she got Game, the game in there looking mm-hmm. all good. You know, that's a sexy man. Mm, it is a sexy man. And sexy man is very strong. Um, he wrestled, he arm wrestled, uh, um, Tyson one time and one. What? But I mean, but he's arm wrestling fifty year old Tyson. Well, true. Right. But that just. But I mean, but Tyson's still. If he, hell, if not I couldn't really. Arm wrestle yeah. Him. Hell no. Right. But uh, but that just shows how strong um, you know the game is. But uh, but yeah. Um, they got a little song out and everybody's losing their mind because they're in the bathtub. You know, together looking all. Like chocolate and (laughs) make me want to get in the middle. But just tell him, don't poke me. You could poke her. No pokey pokey. No pokey pokey hokey pokey over here. Uh -uh. Which I don't even know what celebrity man can make me be like, take me now. I don't think there's one. No? I mean, there's men that I find attractive, but not to like. Not to have sex with. Yeah, I don't know if I want your your thing of a job. And I feel differently. I feel like there's women that I'd be like, I guess I'll try pussy for you. Really? Yeah. 
I guess it's just like, you know, like the, the men that I would, I guess, find attractive would be men that are bigger than me. And then a man that's bigger than me scares me. Like in a, <laughs> on an intimate level, it's like, oh, no. It's, like if, if you were to get mad at me and just punch me in my head, I'd just be done. I'm right. Sleep. Right. Out. But I mean, I, I I don't think I would be in a situation like that, but I still think about those things. I think about those things too. Like, remember that dude I met at the gas station that was like a professional boxer? Right. And the only thing I could think is like, what if he hits me? Right. <laughs> like, you have like lethal weapons as hands. Right. Like, what? Remember when people used to say their hands were registered? Like, what? What does that even mean? Well, no, as a fighter, you have to Well, yeah, but like, yeah. you know, like people oh, just like, random oh, like, bitches register like, these hands. <laughs> these hands are registered. Or these hands are ready E for everybody. Right. Or just saying that they're registered so they don't have to fight. Right. right. Oh, like they're really saying they're registered? <laughs> yes. And Fayetteville happened all the time. They're tripping. Mm-hmm. There's no... You can you could beat someone up and they're gonna be like okay you need to register these hands right but, but like you're, they're not really no registered. you're going to yeah you're going to jail or if you're getting caught you're like what the fuck hands are registered oh, Jesus Lord. Christ that's what Portia used to say she used to be like these hands is rated E for, <laughs> for <everyone."> everybody <laughs> we're like this is crazy mm. shout out Portia love you girl. <laughs> Shout out to my best friend, Nicole, too. I love her to death. Hell yeah. She is amazing. I met Nicole. I wish that we lived closer. I know. I know you wish you were closer to Portia, too. Mm -hmm. But thank God we have each other. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Damn, my cat is moving and grooving because it keeps on popping up. Oh, shit. Let's see what she's doing. All right, let's see. Go ahead. I know you want to see. I know you want to see. We got some good little stuff to talk about. I want to see what she and where where the cat's doing. Let us she know just, how the how she's she doing. She's just laying down in her little oh, position. Oh, her being just cute, mm-hmm. little cutie pie, mm, cutie pie. Mm. We get to go. I get to go see her today. Yes, we, we heading up up the road, taking the buggy up the road. <laughs> um. Okay. So I think. Uh. So one of the things. Um. That we kind of wanted to focus on a little bit and kind of talk about is the different voices in our lives. And um, we're talking about like friendships, parents, uh, lovers, um, acquaintances. And, you know, when you meet different people and, you know, you, you get into these conversations and and if they get personal into your own personal life and they have a little so and so to say about it. You, you know, we were talking about like having like how do you have that discernment on which voice to listen to? Because even like with good friends, you know, maybe their advice isn't the best advice to take. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, how how can you? I think it's hard to distinguish between. Ever, honestly, I don't know how to put it. Like, everybody has trauma, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody has different things that they carry with them. Right. So it's hard sometimes. And opinions on and it. And opinions on right. it. And it's hard to sometimes discern, as mm-hmm. you said, you know, who is actually giving you legitimate advice that is good for you and your life and your situation and not just a reflection of what they are feeling in their lives. Right. I think that that's something that's really hard to determine and you just kind of have to take everything with a grain of salt and kind of right. think about it afterwards yeah. before just accepting somebody's opinion and as fact. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's especially hard um, when that particular voice is someone that you really, really trust in your in your life. Mm-hmm. And you've known them for a, a, an extended amount of time, more so than a lot of your friends. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something that I'm experiencing right now um, is really taking what's for me from different conversations and trying to take the right pieces of information. Cause I know, I don't know about y'all out there, but sometimes it's a little confusing when you're trying to figure yourself out. And I mean, figure yourself out like, you know, your ego. Why, why, why do you, why do you get mad at certain things? Why, why do things piss you off? Why do you have a short fuse on this? You know, Mm -hmm. like really deep diving into you're conscious and 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 I think the goal to master yourself is to help master that the unsubconscious things when you can control that. And that even goes deeper to like what monks and things do mm-hmm. with like controlling the breathing and and breath stuff control like that. is a hell of a thing. I didn't even know it was that serious. Yeah. Like There's it, this article or video that I watched about this guy who goes in like 
Arctic temperatures in the water mm. and he can do it just by regulating his breathing mm. and like he'll just be chilling out there just breathing in like Arctic temperatures yeah. like that literally he should be getting like frostbite right. and like terrible. Or your lungs and are just frozen yeah, and yeah. he's just chilling yeah so there's is a hell of a thing yeah I was watching this one it was uh, another video and he was talking about how when you sit up you know hands right here and how breathing, like you, you go side to side and you kind of like do this huffing kind of breathing, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like you sound like a monkey. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's supposed to like, um, like help with stressing your neck and your back. Hmm. Um, I've seen this thing where if you take your three fingers and if you go from the crease in your wrist, the three fingers like this, and you go to right there and you go to your middle and then you go like that and you're supposed to breathe in as you push it in and then when you let go you let it out and that's that's supposed to help with releasing gas out of your body it's you supposed to help with well burp fart, <laughs> I mean however you know you release gas and then also um, with your digestion huh. or digestive system hmm. So I think I want to get into like some of that and then share it, you know, with everybody yeah, because be that's something I've been. I didn't know breath work, and you know, well, I, I'm a singer. If you know, no, if y'all didn't know out there, but I think that can also help with like my singing. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, one thing I wanted to um, say was uh, I'm 60 days yes. sober from alcohol, <laughs> and I'm very proud of that. I feel good, um, and uh, so now I'm getting back to music. And what I've noticed is, you know, alcohol is definitely um, something that is going to dehydrate you. And that, of course, was dehydrating my voice. And so now that I have gotten, you know, over that and the drinking and uh, well, not gotten over it, gotten to a place where I'm not drinking. Uh, my voice is, is sounding like when I was younger again. Yeah. You know, so um, I think that the, that breathing can, you know, help with sustaining notes. I mean, it's only going to help, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I think that is uh, really, really interesting. Like that, all of that and like different, I seen one where you hit like, you hit your shoulder in the back and then you hit your, your armpit mm -hmm. and that helps with um, regulating your heart and what else did I say? Like um, another way of relieving stress in the body and hmm. stuff Interesting. With, with deep breathing involved. So it's it's really it's yo that stuff really interests me because if I can just heal myself because um, just to let y'all know like I, I've been drinking I was drinking a long long time and then when my brother um, passed away that's when it what we call it astrovated exacerbated exacerbated it just got really bad <laughs> uh, you know after Mike had passed away and. Um, I was just drinking, you know, trying to maintain, um, still go to work, still do all these things. And, um, you know, Michael died in, in 2017. So I, I was just drinking like a like a fish. And then, you know, I would go on like a a month or two sabbatical or I, I'll I'm not going to drink this weekend. You know, mm. I would do stuff like that. But it was never I never like made the decision like, oh, I just need to stop. Like yeah. I need to cut ties with this relationship. I don't have a healthy relationship with uh, alcohol and I can't have, excuse me, I can't half step it. I can't have a pinky in there, a pinky toe in and a pinky toe out. Right. I, it's either all or nothing. And I have uh, and a very addictive personality. So and I know that about myself and it was something, and I knew that I had to stop drinking. You know, it was something that uh, um, I knew I had to do and, but I didn't want to because it felt so good to drink. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I like my personality. to that. Yeah. And, and then I'm, 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 my anxiety is not as high when I'm drinking. I'm looser. I can talk to people. I don't get embarrassed quickly. Mm -hmm. I'm more confident. You know, the liquid courage. Mm -hmm. And then I was a functioning one, as mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and this Nicole's taking, a lot. She'd be taking shots and, like, acting like normal. Like, I take one normal. shot and I'm wasted. <laughs> like, and then I'm not just taking regular shots. I'm taking 99 banana shots. Yeah, 99 proof alcohol. Right. And, you know, those would come in a sleeve of 10. I can easily drink 20 of them in one day. That's crazy to me. And go I would to work. be throwing up on the floor somewhere. And wouldn't eat. Yeah. You would ask me, have you eaten today? No. 
No, you never had. Nothing. So, you know, when you when you see that and then, you know, and this and this has um, hurt my body. You know, I have I have um, some of it has cleared up because I was like my whole face was frozen. Like I was drinking so much alcohol, I could not feel my damn face, my lips, my tongue. It was bad. It was bad. And that's when and then I still was oh, crap. <laughs> and I was still drinking. Even having the, all this pain, mm-hmm. thinking that the drinking is going to make that numb too. Mm-hmm. But then when like, it was like the numbness got so numb, the numbness got real. Mm. And when I remember when I told you, it was like, Mickey, your mm-hmm. mouth is, I'm like frozen when your mm-hmm. mom was here. Mm-hmm. That's when, when, that's when that started. It started like maybe three or four days before. Your, and I noticed, I'm like, mm. <laughs> crazy it was crazy so I'm glad I'm on I still got a long way to go and um I'm just glad I have a a, a platform to talk about I thought I was gonna be embarrassed to talk about it yeah. it's still kind of weird I'm sure it is but I think that a lot of people can because a lot to, of people don't know <laughs> right but yeah. a lot of people can relate to it and especially when it you know kind of is the catalyst is death yeah I think that more people than not can understand like any tragic event that happens in your life. Yeah. It's easy to get sucked into any kind of substance. Mm-hmm. And I think you're really strong for talking about it. And I think you're even stronger for actually kicking the habit. Like yeah. I, I cannot believe it's been 60 days already. Yeah. And I just, I see a happier you and I like it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I, I just, when, when you would say certain things to me, like, you know, you, you like you would say I was really emotional mm-hmm. and, that it just made me, you know, like, cause then I'm putting that emotion on everybody. And you know, when I have emotions, mm-hmm. I'm big boy crying. <laughs> I'm like scaring you. Like, do we need to check her in type shit? You know, that was me. And, and I know that's, uh, um, I know that's hard, for, especially you to see that and, and be around me every day. And it's like, you're almost watching someone killing themselves, but I had to make the decision. Absolutely. I mean, I know you probably would have came to say the day if I was just like, shh. You know, Girl. getting to a point where yeah. it's not like I'm not uh, managing not, it. Right, if you you're know. not functional anymore. Yeah, right, right, functional. For there sure. you go. So, and I mean, I was worried about you. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. Like mm-hmm. I talked to my therapist about you way before you decided to stop drinking. Wow, wow. What was <laughs> so, your therapist saying? I'm curious. Uh, she was just saying that alcohol is like a hell of a thing. Like, mm-hmm. and it's something that's really hard to get off of. So I was prepared for you to be. Struggling, struggling like hardcore and like she gave me books to read to like try to help like mm-hmm. she literally was like you know all you can do is be there you can't fix it for her right. like all you can do is be there so mm-hmm. that's what I tried to do you was you was there you didn't bug me about it which my mother would bug me about mm-hmm. it and it, it just make me feel so bad you yeah. know what I mean and I get why she's doing it because she does I'm her only child left mm-hmm. my mother she had an oldest child that died and then her then you know um the re- most recent uh, Michael passing. And so it's like, you know, my mom's had nothing. I, sorry, mom, I'm not going to tell all your business, but, you know, <laughs> my mom's lived a life of heartbreak. And uh, she she's such a good woman. And uh, I just can't, because, you know, I, I almost killed myself when Michael died. I was I was in a, um, I was in a, Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. It was uh, Valentine's. It was the weekend before Valentine's Day because it was like uh, Valentine's Day was like on a Wednesday. So we did the weekend or it was like on a Tuesday. So we was co- doing the weekend before went drove down. I wasn't going to go because that weekend they were transferring Mike down to Denver. I'm from Colorado Springs, Colorado. So they were in Colorado Springs and they're going to transfer him down to the big hospital in Denver, the university hospital. And they had to put him into a coma in order to transfer him and that was the last time uh that friday that was the last time i spoke to my brother and he still wasn't Mm. coherent like that and um anyway so that when 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 it all i was like mom should i not go there was like no he's gonna go down there he's gonna be good like this is like we're 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 going up here i mean we're going we're towards the you know finish line with him and and trying to get him really stable and, and together and so she was like, no, go, go. And then literally like five minutes, but I was going in there to um, check us in and I was just gathering everything. And then my mom called me and wailing and I just knew it was over. And 
you know, and then we was on the 16th floor. Oops, excuse me. Uh, we was on the 16th floor, and I, I remember just sitting on the, the balcony. And, uh, you know, trigger alert, uh, you know, if you know anyone that is trying to, you know, you know, seek help if you're feeling like you are suicidal and things like that, uh, definitely seek help. Um, so trigger warning. Sorry, I meant to say that before. It's okay. But, um, you know, I was sitting on the, on the, on the balcony, and um, I, was, I was just ready to go. And um, all of a sudden, I just hear, you know, but not just say my life. So she she just whispers like, you know, Mickey, your mother could not bury two children. And I had both legs over. And um, she just said that and then just slowly turned me. And I just pretty much she walked me off of the edge mm. And, and I just, I cried. I was on the floor of that nasty hotel. You know how germaphobe yeah. I am. I was and on you know the how floor. nasty Myrtle Beach is. Yes, yes. I was probably on top of all kind of cum and you know, all kind of sick shit. But, um, you know, I, I didn't care. I was just so, it was just, it was of just course. a crazy time. I'll never, it's like a nightmare when I think about it now. But, um, you know, but anywho, but uh, that, that was the, that was what caused me. And I, and I drank before then, you know, yeah. I, I probably shouldn't, I, you know, not so bad. I wasn't drinking 99 bananas like every right. damn day and going to I the liquor store. I feel like you were more of like a weekend drinker before that. Yeah. 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 But when it was like during the week and and, and then I don't have banaja, you know what I mean? I was in a relationship before. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want her to be like on my ass about mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was always I was managing, managing, mm-hmm. managing. But then when I got, when we broke up and I'm by myself. Mm. Bitch, I was at the goddamn liquor store every day. It was mm. like my routine thing. They knew you up there, like the but back of their hand. You knew about their families. Families, like. and we're giving each other Christmas cards. <laughs> just, you know, and the money that I was spending. Oh. Mm. So, but now, like, I have this app. Um, I'm not going to say the name of it because you ain't going to remember it. But it, it, it <laughs> you know, it runs a, like a, a clock on how long you check in every so often. You're able to journal. Like my first, the first three, maybe month, I, was, I had to journal every day. Yeah. I had to. It was just like seeing the journals add up made it, made it was like a game. Like, okay, keep doing journal. That means one more day. That means one mm-hmm. more day. Da, da, da. And then when it hit the 30, it felt better. And then now we're at the 60 and we're going for the 90. I, I feel I feel really good. I don't um I think the only time I really want to drink is like when I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah. Like when I'm like out and about and we're, yeah. you know, out, you yeah. know, eating and stuff. It's like cool. But then like last weekend I had a um non-alcoholic non-alcoholic mm-hmm. corona. Um it tastes like beer. It wasn't as fizzy, but you know, taking, you know, it's it. You were drinking, and I felt like I was. Yeah, you were part of the party. A part of the party, <laughs> and and, and I our waitress was so cool. I yeah, loved her. she was really cool. That food was, was terrible. terrible. <laughs> Look, and we and then we're so worried about somebody thinking we're cheap. We didn't even want to like. We were just gonna pay for the nasty ass food, right. but something in me was like, no, bitch, we. We put up with that a lot. We do. And we'll pay for some shit, and it, we waste money on it. Yeah, I, I we wasn't true. gonna do that today. And I didn't know you were um, treating that day. <laughs> I was like, nah, we ain't. So, but yeah, but that's my that's my little spill that I wanted to um, have a little. I didn't tell you I was going to talk about it today. No, but, but I'm yeah. glad that we did. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. and I appreciate your support because of course I don't think I could have done it without you. Aww. Honestly. Oh, well, that makes me feel good. Yeah. I always, I'm always here for you. Whatever happens, whatever you're going through, whatever you're trying to get rid of, I'm right there with you. Especially just, I think, the support of, like, because, you know, we'll be on the phone for hours. Mm-hmm. Just go, not even really saying anything. Right. <laughs> but sometimes you just need that support. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just especially when you're going through something and, you, and you know, we both live alone. Mm-hmm. We're both single. Mm-hmm. We both don't have much family here. Right. You don't have any family right, here. Right, none. I have a cousin I don't even really talk to, but... um. <laughs> That's, you know, that's about it. So, you know, the people, that's, that's why, like, when we were talking about the discernment and voices, like, you're a, a voice. I, I know, like, you never going to steer me wrong. No. And even if we disagree. Right. You know what I mean? It, your, your intention ain't bad. I'm still coming from a good place. Right, yeah. right. And vice versa. I definitely trust your voice in my life probably more than almost anybody's. So. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's definitely. A two-way street here. Hell yeah, hell yeah. For sure. 
But I was kind of thinking earlier when we were talking about voices in our lives about how I need to maybe expand my friend group a little bit and mm-hmm. maybe have some older friends that can maybe give me some advice mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily get from like my mom's perspective. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially for me, I think having like an older black voice would be nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do have my aunties, but they're only like they're like 10 years older than me. Right. You know, um, like what kind of because, you know, you could always call my mom. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But she's coming from more of. Like, you know, kind of, my mom's kind of white, so she's not giving you, like, I mean, my mom's going to give black woman, of course she does, but if you're looking for, like, a real, well, I don't want, (laughs) that sounds so bad, I'm Authentic? My mom's authentic, it's just, she's just not, she's from Colorado, Yeah, you know, it's just a different kind of black, we'll just put that. And my mom's like from that. Iowa, which is a different kind of white. Right. So. It's a different kind of, don't you know? No. It's a so, different, yeah. But, I mean, I just think it's important to have different voices in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether you listen to them all or not, I think it's still just good to have different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Because even, like, it's hard for me, I guess, to, like, be around people that have different perspectives on life than I mm-hmm. do. Especially when it comes to, like... Things that I consider to be my core values, like people that are anti-gay, people that are Mm -hmm. Mm anti-abortion, people that are racist, Mm -hmm. you know, like those types of things. I forget my train of thought. Where was I going with this? I don't know. We were talking about voices. Oh, I have no idea where I was going with that. Hold on. What were you saying? I don't know. I wish I could rewind it right now. Yeah, I know. Hold on. You were saying... Oh, it's hard for me to like listen to other voices, especially when it comes to my core values. Okay. okay, So like if I feel like you are on the opposite side of the fence of me on any of those. It's hard to have a conversation. It's hard for me to trust your voice because I feel like you're not that good of a person. Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like I think I need to get over that because Mm -hmm. there are other voices and other opinions and beliefs Mm -hmm. that aren't necessarily wrong that are just different than mine. Mm -hmm. So I think I need to be better about having friends that are much different than I am. Yeah, but you you still kind of have to dial that back because if you go too far away from what what you would normally befriend, then it can sway you where you, you know, that you wouldn't normally have been, you know, swayed in a way that may not. You know, serve you the best. I will say, though, when I lived in Fayetteville, North Carolina, I hung out with people that were like the polar opposite of me. Mm -hmm. And I learned so much Mm -hmm. like things like black culture wise. Mm -hmm. Like I I do nothing when I went to Fayetteville Mm -hmm. and I just jumped in the deep end. Mm -hmm. And I was friends with a girl even who was an escort. Mm. Um, and she actually was kind of a madam as well. She had mm. girls that worked for her. And like, I used to like chill in her house with her while there were people like paying for sex and stuff. Wow. Like I literally went <laughs> the complete opposite direction mm-hmm. of anything I'd ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. But I'm so thankful that I did because like people like her are people too. It's not mm-hmm. like just cause you're an escort doesn't mean you're a bad person. Right. Like you're just trying to get some coins, girl, right. get your coins. Like right. I don't care, you know, but like growing up the way that I did, you would think that I would have had more of like a bad feeling towards somebody like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm just thankful. I'm, I'm thankful for that friendship because right. I did learn a lot. Right. Good, good and bad. Right. Right. <laughs> what to do, what not to do. What to do and what not to do. Right. And, who to be around and who not to be around. And I think that that was a good lesson for me on discernment, for sure. I went through the same thing when I first came here. I sought the hood. Mm -hmm, Me too. I was very interested (laughs) in the hood. Um, I think it's almost like you feel like guilty that you didn't grow up that way. At least that's how I felt. Like, I felt like I didn't have the black experience because I didn't grow up in a way of having to fight for everything that I had. Well, see, you know, I grew up poor in Colorado, so no, I, I didn't feel that way. I... I felt more on, like, culture. Okay. Like, the black culture, like, in the hood. Okay. Like, shit that, you know, niggas talk about in the hood. Games, uh, the athletes, you know, the, like, just what black folks talked about. Mm-hmm. And movies. Quirky things from the movies that everybody use and I still get about. thrown off with movie quotes, music. Like, I still... Well, that, that was something, like, especially, like, my brother was big movie... Okay. And he would recite a whole. We'd be like Michael. <laughs> we, we just trying to hear the movie. Yeah. We ain't. You, you're not acting in this. Okay. Just give us a second. But uh, yeah, like, mm, um, damn. What was? I, there was something else I was gonna say. 
Um, Being friends with people that are not like you, mm. you're going too far sometimes if go too far the wrong direction. Oh, no, no, no. This is what I wanted to say. I want to make a friend with an older woman and we talk about what sex is um, like after... 45, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, think I sex know. is whatever you want it to be after 45. Well, yeah, but I would I would want to, like, maybe, like, what what differences, did like, what changed in your body Are sexually? Are you going to end up fucking this older? woman? Because it sounds like you're going to end up fucking her. No. Like, hello, old so. lady. Tell me about your sex life. <laughs> no. I don't know how I would meet this older woman and not for it to be a sexual thing. That is true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Like, how would I just, hey, woman, talk about sex with me? I shit you on, bitch. You know who that sounds like. That's you know, I'm, like not gonna say, oh I'm not going to say the name, but. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Anywho. Oh, in other news, mm-hmm. my father. Mm. This is the daddy issues portion of our. I guess I'm going to be having a lot of this shit because this <laughs> this Negro here. Okay, so boom. How much time we got? Okay, we got a little bit of time. We'll try to do the quick version of this. <laughs> what, what, did we have anything else to talk about? Not really. Okay. Um, so basically, um, I have been trying to... All my life, I've I've wanted to have a relationship with my father. I've always felt like I'm a, a daddy's girl and just never got to be daddy's girl. Never got it. Dad was in and out of my life um, a lot. Um, And then, of course, as an adult, he definitely wasn't around because I was living in a whole different state, which wouldn't matter because he was not in my life when I was young and lived in the same city as me. So that's neither here nor there. Now, I've been trying to um, build a relationship with this man, and it's been off and on, even now being grown. So this man does not um, agree with, you know, who I am. And you know one thing I'm going to stop saying that I just kind of recently learned is stop saying my lifestyle. Right, because it's who you are. It's who I am, mm-hmm. not lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize I was like... Separating like, the two? Yeah, separating it. I just, I guess just just to make it easier to talk about. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, he doesn't like who I am, meaning who I sleep with that night. Which I think is weird that you're so interested in that or that's bothering you who I sleep with because I don't talk to him about anybody I deal with or anything like that. Um, he wouldn't be a person that I would talk that personal about. That's something that, no, I don't trust him like that. Um, so he is, it, it'll be good between us until he wants to bring that up. And then it's usually some kind of big blow up, drag out, argument all over the phone because he still lives in Colorado. I live in North Carolina. So um, I, I had a conversation uh, with a friend and they were saying, you know, you, you know, cause I'm a, I'm a God fearing woman and I definitely want to, um, I'm a spiritual woman and it, you know, and I don't look at God like, you know, a man up in the sky like that. It's like more of a, like a, a, a spiritual being, that that um that I want I want that spiritually you know I want them to be proud of me and I don't want them to think that I didn't try to create a, a good relationship you know or have that door open for me to have a good relationship with my dad and so when I and when I try so I'm still getting rejected I'm still you know not getting calls back and things like that. And so where I'm at with it is like, you know, how long do I need to bump my head and, you know, in, in trying to have a relationship? Should I, you know, should I truly, truly, cause I've, I've, I've said this before. I feel like I've um, mourned that relationship, but then, then again, have I? Cause it, it, it bothers me that I don't have, you know, a relationship with my father it bothers me if we don't ever speak again and he dies. And, and then there's so many questions so now, you know, and then and then I find out like really terrible things about my dad. You know, I don't should I, you know, he's I found it like he a sex addict and, and, and you know, addicted to porn and um, 
all the abuse that he did to my mother, he did to pretty much every woman that he's been with and, and has ruined other like kids that are not even his, you know, having, you know, just all these things. Mm. And knowing that you come from a terrible person like that is, is, is wild. And then to still want to try to be there, you know, to have the relationship and still get rejected is even wilder. So it's like, I'm in this place where it's just like, I don't know. And this man, he talking about he a bishop. Now it's just wild. You know, my dad, he's bipolar, you know, he's not taking medicine. I can't tell you like last time he was taking medicines when they were still giving bipolar people lithium. Mm. So you know how long ago that was. Mm-hmm. They don't even give bipolar people. I think they still do they in do like severe cases, severe, but, okay. but normally, it's not like just like something that they automatically are like, oh, bipolar lithium. lithium <laughs> right. Because lithium is a very strong it drug. Is, yeah. You know? So anywho, I'm just I'm just really like trying to figure out. I guess it goes with the discernment, all the voices. It's just a lot trying yeah, to figure out. People telling you out. to do different things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, especially actually, when they have like more experience and stuff. Yeah, I actually asked my auntie if she thought that I should do that with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I guess you didn't even really say what you were doing. As far as like reaching out to him, yeah, you're and reaching out, you know, letting him know I'm okay, you know, giving little life updates and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and she pretty much said like you can try it if you want to, but like don't feel bad when he doesn't respond. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I feel that. Um, I just. You're going to feel bad, I'm going to tell you. You're going yeah. to you're going to feel bad about it, but then if you go in knowing that you could possibly feel bad, the bad mm. doesn't feel that damn bad. Yeah. It's more of the I same I mean, bad. he's never been around, so I yeah. guess if you don't respond, you don't respond. No, but it, yeah. it's going to affect you because of yeah. what happened on Father's Day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we want our daddies. Like every yeah. girl wants our yeah. you know, wants their dad and oh, you know what someone else told me today? I mean, um who t- Oh, my um my aunt. Mhm. My aunt Nancy, shout out uh, TT Nancy. Um, she was talking about. Um, oh, it just left my. Hold on, we were talking about discernment. Talking about my aunt. Why are we losing our mind and train of thoughts right now? Um, you're talking about your dad and the yeah. terrible things, the, the carnage that he's left behind. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then you were saying that your aunt said something, but I don't know what. Hmm. Thinking too fast. That's what's going on right now. <laughs> Thinking too damn fast. But anyway, but yeah, that was uh, pretty much um, one thing I was just wanting to talk about is just that. I don't know. You, you just. This whole dad. Thing. Oh, that's what that's what it was. OK, so um, the first love that a girl that a little girl should experience is or the man that a little girl should experience unconditional love from is her father. Mm-hmm. That is the first example mm-hmm. of pure love that you're supposed to get. So when you don't get that, you're always going to be trying to find it mm-hmm. and, 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 and want it. And I guess my question is, is like, how do you heal that when you're in a position where no matter how many highlight reel reels you give or the life updates that all you're doing is getting left on red. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? Just know that you've done your part. I mean, you can't force a grown man to do anything. Well, no, know? no, no. What I'm talking about is that, that hole in your heart. I don't think it goes away. Mm. I, I really don't. Mm. Just like they say, like, you know, I'm adopted or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they say that, like, being taken away from your mother is, like, called, they call it the primal wound. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you're, as a baby, you're supposed to be, like, nurtured by your mother. You're supposed to be on her tit. You know what I mean? So, like, taking a baby away from their mother Mm -hmm. is a primal wound. And then not having your father as well, Mm -hmm. that's just adding on. You know what I mean? So, I definitely, I definitely agree with you. I think that it, it does leave a hole in your heart. And I really don't think that there's any filling it. I think that that's just, you just it's, it's just, just going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. It is, but what can we do? Right. All we can do is make an effort, and if they don't want to reciprocate, then we tried. And one thing I want to say to anyone out there that is listening and, and having any issues um, with, you know, dad or mother, you're worthy. Mm-hmm. You're worthy to be loved. Mm-hmm. You, your story is your story. No one can take that story away from you. Your feelings are your feeling, your feelings. 
No one can take that away from you. Nobody can say anything to take that away from you. Mm -mm. You know, and if anyone is saying, get over it, they ain't for you. Mm -mm. They ain't for you. They hurting themselves if they saying something like that. You know, they they not even trying to do the work. So if you're trying to do the work, you know, don't, don't listen to them type of people, but you're, you're, you're definitely worthy of love. You're wor- you, you are worthy of your father and your mother's love. Mm-hmm. It, now, did they give it to you? That's not your fault. If they didn't, mm-hmm. they, they are the ones that dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, those are facts. Mm-hmm. Those are facts. I think it's easy to blame ourselves. Like why me or right. why not me? Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to, especially when, a parent moves on and has a whole nother family right. and then isn't a parent to you. Like, that's just right. weird. Right. Like, I don't understand that. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. That's just weird to me. <laughs> that's yeah. all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> and he did that with almost every woman that he got with. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, and and then, and he's ruining their lives. Just a wrecking ball. The one, you know, the, 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 the one that I talked to and, uh, you know, the one that I talked to, they were telling me that their their child had to go to therapy for a long time because of what my father did. That's crazy. It's like, you know, and then I I, I told my mom about this. Mm, what'd she say? Um, and I told her who told me not to tell. Mm. And she she said, Thank you for telling me. Mm-hmm. She said that she said, I don't know why they think like that. She said, Thank you for telling me. And uh, she would just, she, she's just, you know, I don't put nothing past that food, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and her knowing that, that he, he wasn't just terrible. Like, we like to always think that we're special, but we, you know what I mean? Like he was going to do that to Mm-hmm. Anyone. Right. You know what I mean? I and, think that that's a, an important thing to keep in mind is like these people are people and right. they are going to be who they are no matter if right. it's you or somebody else, like people are who they are. Right. <laughs> and you know what? And that person that told me not to tell, sometimes I think that they think that like, um, like it's going to hurt them because it's bringing up old stuff. And 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 showing what happened to them, mm. but on the other side, it's like not. Nah, it can show them like it wasn't just me, right? It just you know, right. I don't know why they thought that that would be the right thing to say. You mm. know what I mean? It's it's like okay, and again, a discernment of the voices. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta figure out you know what's for you, you know. <laughs> I think the name of this episode should be The Voices in Our Heads. Yeah, The Voices <laughs> in Our Heads. No, no, no. Uh, no, The Voices in Our Lives. Because The Voices right. in Our Heads sound like we're crazy. Well, maybe we are. I think we all got a little bit of it. <laughs> we all got a little bit of I it. I enjoy my crazy, personally. I, I think it makes it interesting. <laughs> it does. It definitely makes it interesting. And um, I've had to turn up on anybody in a while. I don't really miss it, though. I'm in, I a, I'm in a peaceful place. I felt place. like I was just arguing with everybody when I yeah, was drunk and, you, and drinking you and drinking. With, I'm surprised we didn't get in an argument. I didn't want to argue with you. Yeah. Mm-mm. Because it's like, there's certain people I'm just not going to argue. Like my mom, yeah. I, yeah. you know, I'm not going to be trying to argue with her, even though she would get on my nerves. And love you, mom. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I feel yeah. that. I don't want to argue with you either. Yeah. I don't want to argue with Nicole, my mom. Mm-mm. I don't want to argue with anybody, to be completely honest. Really? Like, girl. Because I'm telling you, I was just... And then half the time I was arguing, I don't, the next day I don't remember what I was arguing about. I know. I remember you would tell me. You'd be like, girl, I got in a fight last night. and Not like a physical fight, but right. like an argument. argument. Yeah. And, I and I'd be like, know. about what? She'd be like, I, I don't girl, even it know. Wasn't even, it wasn't that important. <laughs> I was drunk. I was drunk. Because mm. I'm an, yeah, I am an emotional drunk. I can get there. Like, if we get on a subject mm-hmm. or if someone pisses me off and I'm... Mm-hmm. I'll go down that path. Mm-hmm. But normally I'm a happy drunk. Yeah. I would say 99% of the time you are, but yeah. anytime that you got into it with somebody, it was because right. you were drunk. Yeah, yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. It was. And that's embarrassing to think about that. It's like, it's another thing that kind of makes me feel bad because like, you know, with certain people, it's just like, they're always going to think of that with me. Yeah. But we all make mistakes and we all grow and become better people. Yeah. For hopefully. <laughs> hopefully I'm no trying. one's backsliding. <laughs> right. I'm trying. I think I think we always, you know, a few steps back and forward and mm-hmm. just try to make more forward than back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So 
Definitely. Hell yeah. Do you have anything else you want to get off your chest this week? Um. Oh, I just want to let everybody know that work is ghetto. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am going to be working pretty much the whole Fourth of July weekend. Boo! Because I'm off except she, for Monday. Yeah, she's off like a stinking oh stinking butt. <laughs> but um, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And yeah, for time is. and a half. Yeah, that that's the only thing. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. So, but yeah, I don't think I got anything. You got anything else? Um, I just want to say one big f you to my job for stressing me out for six weeks. Yo, <laughs> fuck y'all for real, for real. With a, with a sick one, okay? It did make me realize how important it is to have a resume ready, though, just because you never know. Mm. So I'm definitely gonna put one of those together so that I can. It just shows you that you're extend. Ex- what is it? Expendable. Mm-hmm. Mm. Definitely expendable. I definitely don't feel valued at my job right now, but I'm very thankful. That I get to keep it, and I'm going to do the best that I absolutely can. Because you was about to uproot my damn life, mm-hmm. too. Child. So, but no, that's all I have. Um, next week, I definitely want to talk about our weird habits. Oh, we didn't get to <laughs> no, that. That's okay. Yeah. Next week. Yeah, topic for next week. But um, we really enjoyed you guys. Hope you enjoyed us. Thank you for joining us on our journey. Yes, and that means that, yes, we're, we're black. black. <laughs> Bye, motherfuckers. Bye.